the Arcade Perfect Podcast, episode 13. I'm one of your hosts, Daz, as usual. And with me, my co-host, Mr. Sean Tagster. How are you, mate? I'm good, Daz. Thanks, mate. How are you doing? Oh, very well. A bit, a bit hungover, actually. I had a bit to drink last night at a friend's barbecue, but... um. <laughs> I shall uh, soldier on. I mean, I've had yeah, um, yeah. I've had more than what? Oh, I haven't had. I oh, am yeah, more than twelve hours to get over it. So I've got no excuse. To recover. But yeah, and I've, I've got a nice, uh, nice portable heater next to my feet at the moment, and a cup of coffee. So I'm ready to rock. <laughs> Yourself? Yeah, yeah. I'm excited about this one, mate. Yeah, it's um, it's a favourite of mine. This game. Yeah. Are we? Uh, sure. So. Uh, uh, are, we, are we ready to hit, head into the fantasy zone with, with our guest? Get ready. <laughs> Get ready. Uh, we have Mr. Chinny. Mr. Chinny Vision. How are you, mate? Hi. That's good. It's, uh, we're, we're in the future. Well, you're in the future here because yes. you're half a globe away and you're actually... Tell me, do you have jetpacks uh, yet in the, in the future? <laughs> yes, yes. And we run them off um, ZX Spectrums. <laughs> That's great because... Over over here it's nine thirty AM and you're in Australia and it's uh yeah, you're living in the future in the evening. That's exactly right. It's ten past six at the moment. PM. Oh. Yes. So I've really makes it depressing. Makes it sound like the weekend's gonna be over before uh long before it actually is. Well, you know what? It's actually the Queen's birthday for us. Queen's birthday holiday tomorrow. We don't get that. That's that's deeply unfair. It's just our <laughs> queen, we should we should be getting one. We're not getting a holiday tomorrow. <laughs> well, I wonder why that is. Work. I wonder why that is, Tagster. I don't know, but I'm not going to argue with it about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to kick off about it. Are you? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm not going to complain. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, today's game is a uh, good old space hero. But before we do get into that, uh, Chini, would you like to just talk about your um, YouTube show before we actually get started? Um, yeah, Chini Visions, uh, as I say, it's on YouTube, comes out once a week, um, covers games using original hardware, everything from the Amstrad CPC Commodore 64, through things like the ST Amiga, do a bit of PC stuff these days on trying to capture mm. from uh, 386 PC, um, and just kind of showing off games, and also using original hardware, I found a new cassette recorder, Mm-hmm. The eight bits um, the other week. It was in a high street shop, so I went and bought that. Tested it out, works yep. fine. Um, oh, We've got a few things in at the moment, and Chini? yeah, it's cool. Chini, um, I have to say, yep. it's pronounced Akai, by the way. Akai, uh, yeah, no, that was pointed out to me. Yes, <laughs> um, I wasn't sure, but um, it, it, to be honest, it's a dead brand anyway. I shouldn't. Well, it's not a dead brand. Mm. It's, it's one of those ghost brands because it's not the original company. It's just somebody. Bought the bought name, the, uh, name and mm. uh, just branding up cheap Chinese goods. Ah, uh, they did put it in a very nice box, though, to give a give an impression of quality that doesn't mm. exist in the actual product itself. <laughs> fine, fine. So yeah, um, yeah, Chinese videos are great. By the way, um, I've been watching, I've been watching your stuff for a while, as you know. So and and the best thing about it is that you use original hardware, which I try to do for this podcast. So um, it just I think it gives it more of an authentic feel, and I think it's more of a fair. You, you can give something more of a fair review if you're playing it on the genuine hardware, don't you think? Um, yes, I mean it's also if you've got CRT as well, which mm. I don't use. Um, I always always end up playing through capture, which um, causes a little bit of delay, delay. and makes things harder. 
Um, yeah, it's using the original hardware. I mean, it's just a. It's not quite the same. Things never quite look or sound the same on emulation. Everything seems harsher, mm. and people say how accurate the emulation is. Uh, it's generally it varies, mm. um, and yeah, you know, using the original joysticks and stuff. It's not. I don't know so much fairer as just it feels right. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And you pressing the keys on the original keyboard and what have you, and with, you know, modern SD solutions and what have you, you can be playing on the original hardware quicker than you can load up an emulator, you know, boot into Windows or Mac OS, load mm-hmm. up an emulator, fiddle around with it. It's like, like Win, Win UAE. You could spend all year trying to configure it to make it work. <laughs> yeah, it's a pain. Um, yeah. So, and some emulators can be like that, whereas you can be straight up and running. I have to flip my Amstrad CPC on them, you know, depending on what interface I'm using, straight into HXC interface in a few mm-hmm, seconds, mm-hmm. loading it like a floppy, it's fine. Everything's on there already, so it's easy. I totally mm-hmm. agree. So, yes, anyway, okay, so we'll go yeah. on, to our, on to our game now, uh, which is Space Harrier. So, Mr. Tagstar, do you have um, a bit of history on the... On the, on the game. awesome game. All right, let's see what we can pull together. Um, okay, so Space Area, it was released by Sega in 1985 to the arcades. Uh, it was designed by Yu Suzuki with music from Hero, uh, very well-known guys who did Outrun and Afterburner and things like that a little bit later on. Um, it's um, came out in three different cabinet types, so I think, uh, Chini, I think you mentioned maybe that you saw the deluxe cab uh, in one I, of your I, videos. I played on all three. Yeah, yeah. So it came in three cab types, a stand-up, uh, a sit-down, and then a deluxe, which had the um, uh, movable cabinet, which is uh, probably the the most um, engrossing experience, I suppose. So, um, yeah, big cabinet, one of the first ever cabs like that. Um, nearly didn't happen because uh, Sega was concerned about the cost of it, uh, which I read up the other mm. day on it. Yeah, so it nearly didn't nearly didn't have the deluxe, but um, but they took a risk and it paid off. And then following on from that, a lot of other cabs um, took the same uh, approach in their design. And the game uses two um, sixty-eight thousand processors and can have up to one hundred twenty-eight sprites on the screen at any one time. And it featured sprite scaling, which again was a um, cutting-edge technology at the time, uh, and it followed on from many other uh, great Sega games as well of the eighties. Um, a bit about the game: so you play as Harrier carrying a jet-powered laser gun, uh, and have to fly. And sometimes you can also run by uh, going onto the ground and shoot your way through eighteen levels in into the fantasy zone. Um, (laughs) get ready Um, you you come across many varied enemies including robots, spaceships uh, mammoths dragons stone heads, loads of different characters cool cool, uh, characters and design, very varied Um, it's all over the place isn't it? it's all over the place it's everything, there's all sorts of weird things going on there Um, you can also shoot the scenery, so things like bushes, trees, boulders, etc. Throughout the levels, you can actually blow them up for points. So if you're on a point run 
you're also trying to get as many of them as you can. At the end of the level, you you always face a boss, uh, which is uh, pretty cool. Very varied bosses. Um, a lot of these things are like joined up, like the first level um, boss, which is the dragon, um, called Squilla, and he's like basically pieced together by nine separate sprites. Uh, very cool. Uh, lots of uh, cool enemies like that. Lot very creative. Um, what else? Uh, during the break points, so you get a bit of a break from uh, give your finger a bit of a rest, uh, and there are various bonus levels throughout the game. So um, basically, on that, you jump on uh, a little character. It looks a little bit like the guy, out, uh, the the animal out of Never Ending Story, and uh, he scrolls along, and you have to basically um, collect as many trees as you can. So you get huge bonuses. Uh, from those levels sequels so um, Space Harrier 2 Space Harrier 3D both of those come out in 1988 um, there was an arcade spin off Planet Harriers in 2000 mm-hmm. um, and there was a rehash of it which wasn't very good uh, in 2003 on the PS2 Sega Ages pack Um there's a few interesting bits and bobs which I'll go through probably later on unless we touch on them during the during the reviews. But um, yeah, it's a bit about the the history of the game. Very interesting uh, one. Any, anything to, anything to add, guys, on that that you want to from um, just from the game itself point of view? As, as far as I know, um, Space Harrier was supposed to be a Harrier plane. So there you go. It, Yes, yeah. Mm. So um, back when in 1985, when it was mm. uh, first presented at the um, Japanese amusement, uh, I think it was the AM2 show mm. or AM, AM23 show. I think it was in Japan. Um, the cabinet did look the cabinet shape was the same, but the graphics was different on the cabinet. And yeah, you had a um, because it had Harrier in the title, you basically had a plane mm. similar to, similar to a Harrier, so it was going to be a military type game initially. Mm. Um, but from what I've read, they were saying that uh, limitation in in the animation, the hardware, was required. yeah, yeah, um, basically didn't have room to do it. But when I when I when I thought about that, I thought, well, Har- the guy himself has got loads of animations because mm. he's like moving left to right. He's this different. When he's running on the floor, but um, yeah, but that's that's the, some of the background to it. There is a few photos of it knocking around on the internet, oh, okay. and also if you play the Master System version, there's a little Easter egg in there where you can play that ship. There's that ship. Oh, okay. So uh, yeah, a bit of bit of background, and there's there's a few other bits I can go through later. But, um, yeah. So any anything anything from YouTube? Anything you want to add from the? initial game so you've been pretty thorough there i mean as you yeah. say there were the three versions the stand-up one which i'm yeah. assuming you could just um buy the board in as well and perhaps brand up your own existing cabinet because i know you could do that with some cabinets back in though mm. perhaps not because it did yeah. have that analog stick come to think of it mm-hmm. um yeah. you'd see all well you'd quite often see here perhaps two versions in the same arcade 
Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I mm-hmm. first came across this game in Clarence Pier Arcade in Southsea, um, down near Portsmouth, where Southsea yeah. is part of Portsmouth, really, back in, I'm going to say, 86, but it's perfectly possible it could have been early 87. Mm. Um, and I remember first seeing it, and it was just sitting there at the front of the arcade, um, not on the first time I saw it. Yeah, yeah. Had a look around it, had a poke around it. Thought that was exciting because it was the full, and it was marketed. Well, people said at the time it was hydraulic. Of course, it's not hydraulic. It's just a couple of motors inside that move the cabinet around. Came yeah. back a few weeks later, and there was a queue to get on the arcade or on the you know, on the machine mm-hmm. with people crowded around it. It's the first time I'd ever seen people queuing to get on an arcade machine. <laughs> Um, and it was 50p a go um, for nine lives, or you could get uh, 20p for three. And, um, yeah, you'd have to wait to go on it. But you'd have, say, that, that full movement version. Then in the, other, in the arcade, you might also have a stand-up version near the back somewhere. And then smaller arcades might have the version that you sat down in and it didn't move. I think I've got a photo and, of me on the Isle of Wight in the sit-down one. And I think from the photo, it looks like it's the one that didn't move. Um, it's hard to yeah, tell. Yeah. But they yeah. were everywhere. You... There were, I can think in, in South Sea alone, there were several arcades because there's a fun fair. And there was a couple down by the fun fair, down by Clarence Pier. And there was one on the main South Sea Pier as well. So there was one Space Harrier on South Sea Pier. The, uh, there were a couple in one of the arcades. Uh, just outside the kind of fun fair, and then there was another one actually in the fun fair as well. So these things were, you know, you think there were like four or five machines just in one <laughs> very small um, area. Just how big yeah. this game was at the time. Mm. Yeah, I actually watched your YouTube uh, video of this yesterday. I, I forgot to mention that. And um, yeah, you got you managed to dig out some photos, didn't you, as a kid playing it? That's me, yeah, me in Isle of Wight in Sandown, I think. And I think that's the one that's not moving. I've got a lot. I tried to take photographs of the screen and none of them came out. Um, I do have a couple of photos of me sitting there playing it because it was the biggest. That's about 88, I think. Um, But yeah, it was the biggest game around, really. And it Mm. was the case that you'd have to initially queue to get on it yeah, I mean as bigger on, yeah. better games came out obviously the you know people went to queue and look at those but yeah. I can never remember any game quite getting that level of we've never seen this before let's you know yeah everyone wants to see it everyone wants to play it everyone's prepared to pay the 50p um, to get nine lives because um, you know it's, it's such a big thing mm. Mm. Yeah, that's very cool have you have you got any memories, Daz, of uh, <laughs> no. from, from back it back in the day, like? No, nothing. I did not see anything like that here. Um, the only thing that I got closest to see that that was like that was the afterburner one. That was that yeah. was the only thing that's closest to that. But um, yeah, right. we're not talking about afterburner. So, but yeah, no, I don't. I don't remember <laughs> yeah. seeing anything in the arcades here. Yeah, no, I, I, know, I, I, mm. I must admit, I, uh, Chini, I come from the UK originally. 
you might you might I've not got the Aussie twang yet, so uh, you <laughs> might notice, you might notice that. But um, yeah, like when I was going to Blackpool and Wales on holiday in the UK, uh, I don't remember it. It was just one of those games actually that um, maybe the year that I went out and was out or something, and that was the game that kind of took my focus. And I don't really remember playing Space Area, which is a bit criminal, but. Um, I played Hang On, I remember that, and uh, an Outrun, mm. but yeah, I can't really remember playing Space Area. It's one of those games that I didn't really play at the time. Become a lot generally more speaking, fond of they'd it. Have... Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah. As I say, generally speaking, they would have them lined up at the front of the arcade. So yeah. the one I went, they would have Space Harrier down the end at the front. You'd then have um, Hang On just next to it. So you're bringing back all the memories of the layout now. So I never went on Hang On. It looked too scary mm. for an eight, nine-year-old to <laughs> go on. You have to sit on it and move. But you'd yeah. see the big kids on that. You'd have Afterburner. Um, you would have, uh, oh, what's the uh, WC Le Mans? Yeah, the circular yeah. cab that span round. Yeah, that was up there, and then Afterburner when it came out and Outrun because they were pretty contemporary. I completely associate Outrun and Space yeah. Harrier as being, you know, something. Uh, you know, if one came out after the other, then I'm yeah. not. I don't remember that. All I remember them as being absolutely contemporary, yeah. and there being the two machines not that far from each other and again it would always because they'd push these things cost a fortune these were expensive machines yeah, so the arcanos would push them I, I, the front of the were, arcade i think they were like around 25 grand thousand pounds yeah. when they came out yeah wow yeah it's pretty expensive yeah um yeah certainly it certainly were you could get one a lot cheaper than that these days if you got a room for one <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah, so yeah, I think everybody, I say, we've got a memory of a lot of the sprite scanners, but Space Area is uh, perhaps not one that I, I uh, stuck to too much. What about um, from a computer point of view? Did you guys have anything um, like at home as far as the game goes? C64 for me. That's what I got, that's what I got used to. Yeah. yeah. Oh dear. <laughs> 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 what about you? Uh, t- is, was that it, Daz? Just a C64. Do you own any other versions of it these days? I, these days, I have. I own the PC Engine one. I have um, both CMR system ports. Yeah, uh, yeah. Didn't any originals? Oh, I've, I'm not. I can't really include Part Two on the Mega Drive, but yeah, they're, they're yeah. the only three genuine titles. Uh, and the PS2, I think I've got the Sega Collection or something. Sega right. Ages, whatever. Yeah, but I didn't play that one yeah. actually. Yeah, okay. What about you, uh, Chinny? Do you, do you have anything as a kid, or uh, what have you got these days yourself? Have you got well, many Space uh, games? The first thing is, of course, you've got your Amstrad at home, so you've seen this thing in the arcades. You go, I want this on my Amstrad, <laughs> which is a completely ludicrous thing to think, but yeah. um, it seemed perfectly reasonable to me at the time. My Amstrad could do this. Let's play, let's play mm-hmm. this on the Amstrad. Mm-hmm. So when it came out, I got it, I think I th- it must have come out... Um, Christmas 87. Mm-hmm. I, I know, it must have come out Christmas 86. I got it at some point in 87, I think, yeah. um, on disc. Actually, no, I must have got it at 88, because I got it at the same time as Outrun. Anyway, that, 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 doesn't, that that's beside the point. Um, mm-hmm. I got it on the CPC and for my birthday, and I'm playing it before going to school, and being simultaneously 
disappointed, but that didn't matter because it actually played like Space Harrier. It sounded like Space Harrier, and you couldn't shoot the trees on level one. I remember that much, <laughs> making it incredibly hard. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I grew I grew to love the CPC version because what people may not realise is the CPC version. Um, somebody's taken the decision to make it vector graphics to keep the speed up. So um, okay. it's, it looks a completely different game, but you do get this is, this, that sense of, of speed. That obviously, if you're trying to, if you played Space Harrier 2 on the CPC, it just chugs along because they've used full, you know, full size, full field graphics. Mm. Whereas Elite's um, Space Harrier really flies and it's got the music it's very colorful they didn't do it in four color mode they did it all in 16 color mode there's loads of colors there mm-hmm. so you get the sensation of color you get the sensation of um movement and you get the sensation of a really good ay tune when ay chip rendition of the theme tune. so it's kind of there and i used to play this and play this and plays and we used to have a swivel chair to sit um <laughs> we found it in a skip um to uh it had a broken back but you've got to, but it was fine apart from that and i used to get my sister to push it round in time with the screen so i could have my own moving chair at home um this was this was kind of amazing um so i had that and i played it you know as you do and enjoyed it and the cpc views were quite good and then it came out on budget um, must have been in the 90s, 89, 90, something like that, must have been. Um, and I became aware of the C64 version because my mate had a C64. So he was very pleased to get hold of a copy of Space Area. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and I, I, I went to play it. And I couldn't quite believe what I was okay. seeing because he was saying, oh, it's, it's all kind of, oh, it's like, um, you know, the arcade. And yeah. Okay. Oh, Chini, Chini, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll leave that right there. We'll get on to the C64 yeah. version a bit later. Yeah. How's that? How's yeah. that? With the actual reviews. But you know what? I, I'll, yeah. We'll also continue on with the Amstrad because I did review that version as well. Yeah. Would you like my opinion on it, gentlemen? Go for it. <laughs> Alrighty, okay. Uh, I was surprised. I was surprised. It's funny because, like, I've got my computer set up in a way that I just start. I always start with the Amstrad. And uh, okay, this is my my quick little observation of it. Uh, nice music. I was quite surprised. It was nice. That uh, controls. Uh, I felt felt a bit erratic. They didn't feel so tight per se, but they were okay. They're okay. Um. I found it very difficult to play, but yeah, I found I was very confused why they used wireframes for the obstacles and enemies. Um, I, f- I found that it was was hard to tell when things were coming next to you or or what. It was very very. Um, I, I just I just found it I just found it very difficult to find out what was really going on, but um, but I, I did persevere and I got used to it. Um, look, I think the wireframe vector graphics did spoil it a little bit, but um, overall, I actually didn't mind it. I was quite surprised. I, I was expecting a really bad specky port, so and I didn't. And Amstrad didn't get that, which is which is good. I like seeing that when Amstrad gets you know looked after properly, and and and, and not a lazy port. So, would you say that's fair, yeah. Chinny? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> it's pretty. Pretty fair. Um, it's interesting because it's not a specky board, and we'll come to the special mm. version in a bit. But um, 
it, it, it's not. And someone's taken a decision to do what they've done because either they've decided it's too difficult to do. Because um, Vector's not easy either. I mm. mean, I know it looks basic, but that's actually not a particularly easy thing to start because you've got to start doing all the maths and working out how you're doing that. Mm. So perhaps they had some kind of experience already and went, well, I'm just going to leverage that. It, it captures the sensations of the arcade, the speed, the sound, the colourful nature of it. Mm. I can't get very far in it. It's very hard. These days, where, whereas back in the day, I could get up to about level 10. Oh, wow. Um, and you could learn the enemy movements, and therefore it would become easier. And I've lost all that knowledge, so it's kind of very, you know, it gets level 4, 5, mm-hmm. and then it's kind of death. But... Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's. I can understand if you're not going to, as a kid, you're going to persevere with these things um, in a way you're not today. And it's yeah, it, it, I can see coming to it in 2018. It's going to look unforgiving, and I've got slightly rose-tinted memories of it mm-hmm. because I enjoyed it. But would I pick it up today? No. But then again, that's true of so many of these arcade conversions mm. when you've got mame sitting there <laughs> yeah. so, well i can play the cpc version as a novelty but actually actually, actually am i going to play it and the answer is no i'd much rather play something that's original yeah. to the system yeah. that's not just a copy mm. fair enough mm. fair enough yeah i i caught your video on this yesterday and that was the first time i'd seen that the, um, the wireframe you know uh, version like that but um yeah, I think it was like I think you mentioned it was probably to try and keep the speed, the speed up on the game. Um, but yeah, it was just a, it was a bold move mm. in doing that for sure. Something a bit different. Mm. Overall, though, I think it, I think it's okay port for back in the day. I you know, I would have been happy. So I was certainly happy with that than outrun, which I got at the same <laughs> time. Yeah, I have actually. I had music. Yeah, yeah. I actually don't. I haven't seen Outrun on the Amstrad, so we'll we'll have to leave that one for a future episode, aren't we, Tag? Yes. Oh, yeah, for sure. sure. Okay, Tag. What about what's what's your one? What what do you do? Uh, Okay, so let's have a little look. Uh, So look through some notes. I'm gonna. I'll go with the Famicom. Okay. Or the NES. Or the NES because uh, it's one machine that I never owned. So it's always interests me to see what the what the games were like. Um, this one came out in 1988, so you've got to I think you've got to bear in mind there that um, it came out quite recent to the arcade hitting. Um, you know, it was probably like one of the first console versions of the game, um, along with the Master System, to uh, to really hit us. Before that, it had obviously been the computers, uh, the computer versions. So, um, yeah, I thought it was uh, it had a nice title screen. It's not too too bad. They've got the characters mm. on there, and the music was a little bit of a take on Space Area. Um, it was pleasant. It didn't. I didn't want to, you know, punch it or anything. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> I didn't want to throw it or rip it out of the machine. It was, it was okay. Um, what else have I got here? So, yeah, it, it actually has a bit of a... If you leave it running, it has a bit of a story. So it runs through a bit of a background story to the game. Now, I don't know if they... Uh, Takara, who made the game, mm-hmm. um, made that up. 
Uh, I don't know. I'd never seen this story before, but um, yeah, they put some kind of background story to it. Um, I I had, I played two games on it and didn't even get past stage one. Oh wow! So yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. I, I you know I thought it was harder than the arcade for some reason. So um, yeah, it's uh, finally made it to stage two after on the third go. Um, it was reasonably colourful. It's it um, not too bad. Uh, it moved okay. Uh, look, it's never going to be the arcade, is it? But, um, yeah. but for, for, for back then, I, I think it was. It would you'd have been quite happy with with uh, with it at the time. Some of the downsides is that um, flicker. So yeah, when you get uh... to like when you get to like Squiller, the the, the first level boss, uh, the dragon. Um, when you started got a few more sprites, you know, uh, on the screen, it slows down and there's some pretty killer flicker on it. So I couldn't right work out if I should go for his head or not for all the flicker <laughs> that was going on. Um, yeah, look, I put music is good for the time, but it kills the original uh, music score. Um, okay, you know what I mean. Yeah, the original the original music is just uh, pretty epic. So. Yeah, it's, it kind of kills it a little bit, but but at the time, I don't think it's a bad version. Mm. Um, I, w- I, I was quite happy to give it a little go. I didn't think it was um, turd worthy for sure. So um, yeah, not too bad for nineteen eighty eight. Not too bad. Nowadays, you you probably wouldn't bother. There's a, there's obviously a lot of other console versions out there that were a lot a lot better. Uh, but back then, I think you'd have been. Uh, compared to like your computer versions, I think you'd have been quite happy with it. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you did. I don't know if any of you guys give that one a try at all. Oh, I tried it ages ago. I didn't try it again. Did you? Have you, Chinny? Um. I, I say this: Space Harrier has no place on a Nintendo console. <laughs> <laughs> what on earth? I, I just can't understand. Yeah. how this happens you've got it on the mask system right which is your console yeah. the one you yeah. sell yeah. you should be keeping this stuff exclusive what on earth are sega thinking oh yeah we license it to our rival yeah that gives yeah. us one less so i mean it's that kind of sega thing of let's shoot ourselves in the foot yeah. um, which they have they always manage to do it they never quite seem yeah. to have that ruthless business streak of no let's keep this exclusive to you know we let the home computers have it but we have the only console version is going to be our console no we're yeah. going to let the, our rivals have it that complete madness i i i have played it a long time ago i eat yeah. nothing about it sticks in the memory I, I, although the flickering thing does yeah, um, but it's yeah. no no place on there really <laughs> mm, i agree yeah well well, well it, I, i'm going to jump the gun here a little bit and be mm. controversial but I'm thinking one of the best versions is on a Nintendo system. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, all right, so we'll leave it there. We'll leave it uh, there, yeah. We'll come back, come back to that <laughs> later. <laughs> um, okay, I reckon I'll go what? next. I'll, I'll nominate the C64, because I think Chini can um, uh, jump in with this wah, wah. one as well. Well, you know what? I make that noise every time you mention it. Well, you know what, <laughs> Chini? I didn't know until I... Because I've run a Ultimate... What was it? A 1541.3 Ultimate? So, yeah. I've just run everything off that. But the file that I grabbed, the disc, had two versions on the, of the C64. I did not know 
that I knew Elite did one, and then Sega did one. Did you know that? Uh, there's, there is also a, a copy of the version for Elite for the USA market, or, or did they just rebrand the Elite version? Because there's a version of the Elite game that has a few more... It has the ground on yes, it, which correct. improves it greatly. Yes, and that's... Um, but we never saw yeah. that in the UK. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Me neither. I mean, until I loaded this disc up, it had... There was two options. There was one, pick Elite version or Sega version. I thought, okay, I did the Elite one, obviously, because that's the one I grew up with. And, uh, okay, I'll give my quick review. I'm not going to stick with it for too long. Uh, I found it very fast. Uh, graphics are very questionable. Um, I thought the controls are fine. The good music's great. Um, what I didn't like, there's a funny choice of colours used on stages. Um, I got up to stage four first go. Overall, okay, but nothing fantastic. I honestly, yeah, it's it's not great. I I just I don't like the way the stages looked. To be honest, like okay, I think Chinny's going to be a bit more uh, aggressive with this one. <laughs> you ready? Go for it! You are absolutely ready. What a Pile of rubbish. Oh, oh, you know, when you've got your mate's got a C64 and you've got the Amstrad, you're looking at every little thing you can get over, one over on your mate. And I own all these machines these days. I own most of his C64 games. I had a C64 and do it bust. And I like the C64 to a degree. Um, I, that degree, slightly less than the Amstrad. Um, but you were looking for that little thing above your mate so you could spend your life tormenting him. Like when he bought Chase HQ and um, boasted how good it was. And then it was my other mate who went around his house and said, oh, your version of Chase HQ is much better than his. Oh, great. Oh, great. And I played Space Harrier. And I, he only had a black and white TV, so I didn't even get yeah. to see the abomination of colour. And it was like, oh, it's, it's, it's just... You can't play this. Next to the Amstrad version, you could sit down and play it for a length of time. And we did the C64 version. You just, you were lucky. They had, didn't they have to add a countdown onto it. I think that you can't die within uh, which ver- it might be another version. But it was just all over the place. The stuff flashing up. The graphics are crude. It's incredibly fast. It's fast, yet there's no impression of speed because on the Elite version, there's no ground mm. on there. The mute, the SID chip can do much. It's Rob Hubbard, isn't it? Is I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I can double check that. No, no, it's not. It's um, I did see that on Wikipedia. Actually, it's not um, it's somebody well known. It was Mark Cooksley. Don't know. No, that I don't name. Know. no okay. Yeah, I don't know. C6- but the C sixty four could do a much better rendition of the theme tune to Space Harrier than that. Mm. It's just so kind of it just doesn't get on a home conversion what you can't replicate the arcade but you have to try and capture the essence mm-hmm. of the arcade um and it just fails to do that yes the version with the ground on it improves it greatly mm-hmm. but it's still too far all over the place in terms of graphics just appearing and there's no it's not even down to skill half the time it's just down to blind luck whether you're going to to progress um it's a game where they 
the C64, you know, we know from the racing games, there's a very few amounts of... Didn't the coder from this go on to do Power Drift on the C64? Yeah, which is unreal. It's great. Yeah, which is good. So, you know, he perfected his sprite scaling technique, but this is... It either needs more time coding, or he simply wasn't experienced enough in doing it, but it doesn't... It just doesn't get there in any way, shape, or form, basically. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Look, to be honest, though, I actually liked the the US version. I think I think it saved it. I actually liked it. But he had two yeah. extra weeks, I think, and that may be come back to time again because mm-hmm. I, apparently they had a little bit of extra time to do that version okay. to improve it. And yes, the ground adds it helps it enormously. Mm-hmm. You know, they've got the ground routines yeah, yeah. working, and that, that makes a big difference. So, right. yeah, the, you know, the, but that's not the version we were paying Brought for in the UK, right, not yeah. the version even... Even, the, even Australia, who, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah like yeah. What, what I wrote, yeah, I pretty much wrote slower scrolling, can see scrolling on the ground now that, now like the arcade, controls were tighter, uh, much more playable, I wish I had this version growing up, enjoyed it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the Elite version is, mm. is absolute ass, though, yes. Mm. Yeah, I mean the the checkered floor and the speed of the floor is one of the first things that well, if you saw a game on the screen, mm-hmm. that would be the one the, the instant thing that would tell you if it was space area or not. Yeah, it's iconic. It's an iconic uh, yeah look. Mm. Oh, cool, but as all right, Chinny, mm. can you, you would you like to nominate the next version? Uh, I guess for tidiness reason, we better do the Spectrum version, which I first played on budget i bought it on budget uh-huh. um i don't know why i sometimes used to buy games just for sake of buying games i think but i thought hey i like the amstrad version hey, so I, I do that I, now <laughs> <laughs> money was more precious then though yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. i must have thought i'm going to play this and see what it's what it's actually like and it was all a bit huh. the graphics are nice enough actually it actually tries to replicate the arcade. It's not vector like CBC is actually. See, Spectrum doesn't have sprites, but it's actually proper graphics. And the views in CMVG and mags like that were, you know, they were favourable because when it came out of budget again, they re-reviewed it all and gave, you know, the Amstrad and the Spectrum versions good marks, C64 poor marks. So I thought the Amstrad, the Spectrum was going to be equal to the Amstrad. Actually, it comes back to a thing of capturing the essence of the arcade. There's no one to 8K version. It's 48K only. Mm-hmm. And Elite were quite bad for doing this stuff. They were late to doing one to 8K stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and while it looks okay, it's got that, that. We talk about checkerboard landscape. Mm-hmm. That, la- that, that ground on the Spectrum version looks really nice. It does. The sprites look really nice, but it somehow fails to capture the essence of the arcade because. And it's not the machine's fault, it's Elite's fault, because there's no one to eight K music and I think you need that music to help you yeah. drive along mm-hmm. the action. But which is a shame because actually I think it does down the port and it's a shame that no one's done like with Commando. You know, back in the nineties yeah. I I didn't realise there was no official one to eight K version of Commando for the Spectrum. I'd always just played I've got a file called Commando one to eight and it's a nineteen nineties hack oh really oh really yeah it's ah. not it's not it's not an original release i thought it was um 
because I went to find it for review when I did Commando, and I asked. And they said, no, that's a hack. Um, it never came out like that. Um, and I wish someone could hack Space Harrier and put the <laughs> CPC music on there, and then let's see how well that Spectrum version fares. Mm. Well, I think you're being a bit generous, I think, Ginny. Unlike <laughs> <laughs> me. Oh, jeez. Ah, okay. I thought the scrolling was nice. The checkerboard ground was the best thing about it. Okay. I thought it controlled okay. Uh, the graphics, though, I thought they were all over the place. I couldn't make out anything. I couldn't. I just couldn't. I just died, died, died. The sound was just atrocious. To me, it, it sounded like crickets through the whole yeah. thing. Uh, and obviously, beep, beep, that's. Beep, beep. Yeah, I mean, that's obviously the limitation of the machine, so I can't really blame it. But then, don't. Then, you know what? Don't. Don't release it. Because the, the music is is half of the game, it's just one of those games that needs the music. And um, look, I thought it was an unplayable mess. It was the, for me personally. I think it's the worst version I played. I, I really disliked it. Yeah, it just it was messy. It was really messy. The graphics just looked. It just looked like I don't know. Just just looked, there's too much going on with so little color and and detail. I don't know. I just I I really really disliked it. To me, to me, it's a turd. <laughs> Complete turd. Yeah, I really, I really disliked it. I mean, look, it's. I, I think the Elite C sixty four version's better. So for me, Ooh, that, that's controversial. Yeah, well, even that's, CBG yeah. with their C sixty four loving. Yeah. Um, didn't yeah. think that. I think they yeah. got a thirty something percent, and the spec spectrum was up in the seventies. Oh well, well, that's a bit mm. generous. <laughs> and that's CMVG. They love their C64. That was yeah. the budget re-releases from memory. Mm. I think it's still one thing, right, with having the checkered floor. That's yeah, one bigger, that's one bigger mission with the C64 compared to this. But then, if you've got no sound, it's a little bit. Yeah. It didn't come with an audio tape, did it? Like Outrun did. <laughs> no, you could um, play in the background. <laughs> but I think the audio tape on Outrun was a last-minute panic from. Um, US Gold when they realised they were putting out an absolute turkey <laughs> of a game <laughs> on machines that would be able to you know do that um, and they, I think they probably remembered the 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 what went on with Paperboy on the CPC how you got a fantastic game and there's no audio <laughs> like audio and it's it, disgraceful and it knocked yeah it knocked them knocked the scores back so mm. for what is a fantastic conversion. So I think US Gold were panicking. They paid a lot of money for the license and they just shoved it out. Whereas on a 48K, yeah, the Amstrad and the C64 version have music. The Spectrum version, you're not going to expect it. Um, but as I say, Elite were incredibly bad at doing 1 to 8K versions of their games because they were tight in terms of spending money. Um, mm-hmm. And a 1 to 8K version is going to cost money. So they kind of where people like Ocean were going, okay, we'll start doing 1 to 8K stuff. Elite were going, no, we're just going to shove it out on 48K and not do any audio. So I don't think you can blame... You can blame Elite for being yeah, lazy. Yeah, of course, yeah. But it's, 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 it's unfortunate. As I say, I wish someone could do a hack because I think it would change people's impressions of the game. Maybe if it had mm. so command having played Commando on both versions, you play Commando one to eight. You don't want to go back. It's like yeah, it's got this really exactly. Funky, yeah. It's actually great. Yeah, it's, music. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good, really good. 
Yeah, instead of clearing crickets, it's a lot better, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well that's well that's a specy version. Okay, Mr. Tagster. Alright, uh, okay, I'm gonna talk a little bit about the <laughs> that's another Nintendo version. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the Game Boy Advance. So um this one came out in two thousand and three. So um a fair few years after the original. You're looking mm-hmm. at, what, 17 years, something like that, 16, 17 oh, wow. years. So, uh, yeah, a fair time after. Um, it was, I think it was uh, distributed by THK, uh, THQ and Bit Studio. Um, actually did the uh, programming around it. It was cool. It came in a pack, the Sega Arcade Gallery. So you got mm-hmm. um, Afterburner, Outrun, Super Hang On and Space Harrier all on uh, one uh, cartridge. Um, I actually picked this up. This was a point in time where I was really into these games and wanted an arcade perfect version of it or as close as can be. Um, so I remember picking this up and getting a Nintendo, one of those little SPs, little flip, little square ones that flipped open like a clamshell. So I could mm-hmm. take it around with me and have a quick play whenever I wanted. So, um, yeah, I, I was really, from looking at the screenshots of this this um, conversion, I was really excited. I remember being really excited about it coming out. Um, yeah, it's got a good, faithful title screen. It's got that gorgeous uh, artwork of the original title on there. And there's some options. So you've got um, uh, controls, so you can... Some people like to play where the control's inverted. I personally can't get on with that. I like them to be, when I push up, they go, it goes up. When you push down, it goes yeah. down, left and right, and so on. Um, but, yeah, you could invert them. Um, music, you could turn it on and off. I don't know why you'd well, want you to turn to it that. off. Yeah. <laughs> why would you want to turn it off? I don't know. Maybe you, were, you loved that um, Spectrum version as a kid. <laughs> uh, you could also turn the sound effects on and off as well again why i don't know why you'd want to do that there was a music test on it as well and a sound effects test um and I, what i liked about it in the background of the options you'd actually got the deluxe arcade machine and the stand-up arcade machine in the background so digital digitized pictures of them uh, which is a nice little Addition, if you're uh, thinking back to the game, we've got that nostalgia around it. I put the headphones on for this one, and I thought it sounded really good. I was quite impressed with the with the sound on it. Um, nice. Graf- yeah, the graphics um, and the sprites were faithful to the arcade. So, um, you know, unless you put things side by side, you would think they were arcade perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, it also does a good job of um, co- copying the scaling effect as well. So it has that feel or that look of the skate, uh, sprite scaling in there. Mm-hmm. Um, what they've had to do with this version um, to make it run at a reasonable speed, now it does seem to run a bit slower, um, probably just to, due to the power of the machine. Um, so what they've done is reduce the number of sprites to try and keep some kind of frame rate going on it. So if you look at the last boss, um, uh, the boss at the end of stage one, Squiller, um, on <laughs> he's the got arcade, a name, has he? <laughs> he's, got a squ- he's got a name. Yeah, he's got a name. yeah, <laughs> Squiller, yeah. So um, yeah, there's he's made up of nine nine sprites. 
On the okay. Game Boy Advance version, he's made up of seven. Okay. So, yeah, so they've reduced, cleverly reduced a few sprites here and there to try and keep the speed up. But um, the worst thing about it is, the, the, I say the worst thing about it, that as far as a uh, arcade perfect port goes, the thing it's lacking is the speed. It's a little bit slower. Now, some people might find that, who are not familiar with the arcade, a good thing. Because of the speed of the bloody thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, when you play Space Harry, you've got to be... It's a reflex game. Mm-hmm. Whereas um, this version's a little bit slower, so it gives you a bit more time to to respond. Um, but yeah, I thought overall it was a good version. And the fact that you've got all of the... You've got three other uh, versions of great Sega classics in there. They're not perfect, but they're, they're 80%. Mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a good version. Yeah, back in the day when that came out, I loved it. And I was really happy to get it. Um, it's not perfect, but um, it's a good little thing to have in a little handheld. You know, especially back in two thousand and three. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah. Uh, have any of you guys ever ever read that or uh, give it a go? Back in the day, back in the day, yeah, I remember having that cart. And I quite what enjoyed about you, it. Chitty, is, that, is that something you've no, um, wanted to do? Or? Not me. Um, I had a DS at one stage, which I really only ever used to play Animal Crossing, Mario Kart, and put a Flash Kart on there and started loading up PC Engine oh, games. Fun. So I didn't really, <laughs> um, wasn't really on with the advance other than, yeah, just, yeah, I know, I know they've done these various ports to the, you know, the systems, but um, yeah. no, not really one that I've heard of. Yeah, right. Fair enough. Yeah, it was was really good. I was super excited about it before uh, seeing screenshots and things like I was saying. Um, Yeah, it was good. It was a good version. But um, not not perfect, but um, definitely uh, back then it it was worth getting, you know, if you were after the arcade. Yeah. Yep. You didn't really know a bit about it, too. Yeah. Okay. Oh, he chose the last one before you. Was it Chinny or was it me? I can't remember. Was one I can't that. remember either. Yeah. I think it might have been yeah, I'm not sure. We did the okay. Spectrum version. That's right, you did, yes. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll go to the Amiga version now. Um, I was very surprised. Very, very, very surprised. Um, I think it was done in 89, if I'm correct. So it was late. Um, I th- gave it nice graphics. Um, sound, sound was good. It was... Uh, what did I write here? Sound is okay. Voice and music sound like they are down an octave. It just sounded weird. And uh, I'm running this on an Amiga 1200, so it shouldn't wouldn't be slowing down or anything. So mm. um, yeah, so I saw, it did sound very weird, but it was okay. Um, the enemies fire too fast, and what what affected the game a lot though, which does kind of spoil it. You know the shrubs on the first level, on the bottom. How mm. if you hit them you trip? Yes. Well, yeah. on the Amiga version they kill you. Oh, and that that, that adds that changes the game a lot. So you I can't think. really go running across the floor too much. Can yeah, you? yeah, that does change the game a lot. But what saved it was that it was controlled via the mouse, and that worked really well. Like it was really good, a lot of fun. It was so mm. much better using the mouse than using um the joystick. So, look, overall, I really enjoyed the Amiga version. I thought it was great. Really, really mm. good. Yeah. It was it was difficult, but it was fun. 
Do you find with a mouse the uh, character moves around a lot quicker? You can move. Oh, around, yeah, react, it's it's, it's, react it's a lot quicker. Yeah, it's it's very precise, very very precise. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you guys played the Amiga version? I, um, I think I might have had it back in the day and played it a little bit, but um, yeah, I, I haven't got many memories of it at all. I know Chini yeah. mentioned it on his video, so mm-hmm. uh, I'll go over to him on this one. <laughs> Well, I mean, let's. I know if you do the Amiga version, I guess we have to do the ST version next as well. Yeah, so let mm-hmm. me just generalize one thing about both of them um, and that mouse control, mm-hmm. which has Power Drift also goes for as well. The Activision version of Power Drift. If, if the mouse was supposed to be a control method, then why wasn't one built into the arcade machine? Oh, I'll tell you why. Because <laughs> it's absolutely stupid. <laughs> stupid way of playing space harry no i like changes it. <laughs> it absolutely changes the way you play that the you game. control the game the fact that you can do that precise thing it, it's almost like cheating cheating even yeah. on the keyboard you can't do those kind of movements and i just i played it on my mate's house my mate i mean i'm gonna focus the st version as well i've used this method he got Space Harrier with his ST. Mm-hmm. Um, and I played it on the mouse. I thought, this is, this is ludicrous. This, <laughs> this doesn't, he was going, oh, I can play it on my mouse because mice were new and exciting. Of course mm-hmm. they were um, in the late 80s. And it was just like, this is, this is wrong. This doesn't actually feel like Space Harrier. It feels like a, a graphic, you know, graphical user interface or something like that. And it's like you're using the mouse because it's there, not because it's necessary to the gameplay. It's just, oh, we've got a computer with a mouse, we use it. And all the time you're messing around coding that mouse stuff, why aren't you improving the game? Because these two versions are inadequate in all sorts of ways. It's a time where A, Elite don't pay enough money to do the conversions (laughs) anyway properly. Um, But there's so many different issues and glitches and weird stuff on with these two versions i mean the, the st version has all that stuff down the right hand side just let's fill half the screen up with a some some <laughs> face yeah, yeah no, don't fix in the game <laughs> um yeah don't bother fi- yeah don't bother fixing the game do do all this stuff add the mouse <laughs> control in i because i played the amiga version oh, yeah. of sd or compact flash i can't confirm this happens to the amiga version the st version has interminable loading between levels it's like go off make a cup of tea no, come no, back it's not like that you're either. still waiting um yeah. if you're loading from floppy um yeah so it just okay the music still plays i remember that as well thinking this is a floppy disk system why am i waiting so long between <laughs> levels and yeah the music on both versions sounds okay and you've got the audio problem on the amiga version obviously but they're just a bit kind of it's 89 now, and why are we playing these games when we could be playing something new and exciting mm. on these 60? It's a whole 16-bit problem of the time. Mm. The coders don't know how to use it properly. Um, the software publishers aren't allocating any more time or money than they would to an 8-bit version. So you end up with these slightly half-assed conversions of games that have been out on the 8-bits for years, whereas they should be converting... Newer games, you start to see you know better conversions. Um, 
there's no gameplay advice. That's the other thing. Would I play this longer than the Amstrad version? I'm not sure I would. I would. I'm I, not I actually sure I would. So I liked it, Chini. I thought. I thought. I'm, look, I understand what you mean, and it's. It's. I think it's becoming more of the purist side of things, but um, I think it worked. I liked the mouse. I really did. It just made a, a different experience. I enjoyed it. Mm. But I, yeah. I can see where you're coming from. I can see where you're coming from. I mean, it does yeah, give you the analog. You don't because you're playing on your home convert computer. You've got a digital yeah. joystick, mm. and that's one of the things that Space Harry. It's an analog control. So it's. I can see what they're trying to do. They're trying to replicate the analog control mm-hmm. of the arcade the using the mouse mm-hmm. for that accuracy. Mm-hmm. But it's I don't think it's the right tool. It's the best you've got, and I suppose it's on there, but hey, why not add light pen support or light gun support if we're, <laughs> if we're going down that mode? <laughs> I just kind of like... I, yeah, it's a I, bit... Well, uh, dance mat. Get a dance mat on it. Yeah, <laughs> dance mat version, yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. No, nice. I, Daz, I actually think I remember playing it with a mouse, and... Uh, yeah. And I can see what your your point as well because because um, and it's not faithful to the arcade, but it no. can make it enjoyable to play because you can accurately move along it, you know, and you've got a very clear measure with your hand mm-hmm. of how much the guy's moving around. Um, but yeah, look, it's yeah. I can I can see both sides of this. <laughs> I'm gonna start, I'm gonna separate you to stop you fighting. But... <laughs> what a fight! <laughs> what a fight, mate! <laughs> it's, it's not yeah, a hill. I, it's not a particular hill I want to die on. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> space area. Use your weapons, mouse with Daz and, and a long joystick with Chinny. All right, cool. No, no, it's it's. I like that's why I like this. Two, two varied opinions makes makes an interesting conversation. So, and I, I, I know Chinny's very passionate. That's because uh, uh, after I've watched a few of his videos, and I love that. So, okay, all right. Next, uh, who picked? I I picked the Amiga one, didn't I? You went ST. So, tags now. All right, let's talk PC Engine. Okay, I like this one. So, right, this is interesting because I played the PC Engine version um, recently to, for this review mm-hmm. bef- after, after playing the Game Boy Advance version. Um, and my initial uh, feel for it was I was really shocked at how bad it was. Ah. Okay, so that was that was today, you know, not today, but recent, yeah, recent play. Um, very, very much uh, nowhere near as good as the Game Boy Advance, which came out, you know, many, many years after. So we've got to bear that in mind. Um, it came out 17 years after. So, yeah, expect it with better hardware. But, um, so, look, I'll go through what I, I, after I got my retro head back on, yeah, I, I went back through it and uh, went back to 1986. And it's got options in there. So you've got your title, good, nice little um, screen. Options, not really a great deal. You've got pad, normal or reverse, like you, like before. Um, yeah, <sighs> speech, not great, to be fair. It did have speech. Yeah, it sounded like it had a sore throat. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. what I've put. That's what I've, I've put. put. Yeah, he's got a cold. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a cold. <laughs> 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 Not not great, not great. Yeah. Um, the music, 
a lot. I pretty resembled the arcade. It's a bit tinny. Um, but again, back then, you know, it was only a year later that this came out. So if you'd have been a big fan of the arcade and you got that version home with you, um, it was a good representation of the game. The themes were all there. Um, it's just a bit on the tinny side. Again, they've reduced the sprites um, on the screen uh, compared to the arcade. They're redrawn. They're drawn pretty well. They're not, definitely not arcade perfect. Um, but it, it, it's got the feel, you know. If, if I was a young Japanese kid, uh, 13 years old back then, I would have been bringing this home and have been pretty happy with it, you know, very happy with mm-hmm. it. Um, it doesn't centralise. So if you're playing the arcade machine mm-hmm. and, um, you know, the controls are quite a big thing with this game because it is a bit of a Twitch game. Um, on the arcade, it's, it centralises itself. So it sits itself in the middle, right in the middle of the screen on the horizon, uh, and you pull away, pull away from that with a joystick, and you let go, and it and it brings itself back in. With this version, and like the Game Boy Advance, which I didn't mention, um, with the pad, it doesn't centralise itself back. So you're wherever you take your finger off the the direction pad, that's where your character sits. So it plays a little bit different like that, like a lot of the home versions mm. did. Mm. Um, but like it's it's a good version. It doesn't really hold. I don't think it holds up today. If I had that in my PC Engine collection, I wouldn't really bother playing it. To be honest, um, there's a lot better versions out there nowadays. But back then in 1986, I'd have been pretty chuffed to be playing that version for sure. It was you know probably above and above a lot of the other versions that were out there. Mm. I like it. Uh, Mm. I wrote down great graphics and sound. Yeah. Controls are yeah. tight, I found. Voice sounds like he has a sore throat. Uh, <laughs> it's one of my fave ports. Yeah. And I do go back to it. I, I really like it. Mm. I really do like it. Yeah. Mm. I think I think it's better than... Um, than uh, oh, I should, I'll, I'll mention it later. Cause I'll, 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 yeah. Can I... Are you done there with that one? Yes, mate. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That's, I think that's pretty much where I am yeah. with it. Yeah. It was good, you know. Uh, I, I liked it. I back, think it's fun. Back then, it, 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 was, it, was, it was good. Um, today, there's better, obviously, there's better versions out there. But I think back then, when it came out, they did a good job with it. Mm. Uh, not perfect, but it's it's definitely, you mm. know, above and beyond a lot lot, lot would have, that would have been out back in 86. So, Well, that's yeah. right. I want to digress into the Sigamastam version, which is probably mm. its, its main home port, you could say. Um, played it. Look, you know what? It's it's not one of my favourite home ports. Um, look, I've written nice graphics. Um, the sound is really great. Um, it goes at a steady speed. Look, it's fa- it's a faithful port on its limited hardware, and um, so I can't really pick on it. The mass system. It's, I prefer the PC EC engine version so much more. Um, right. Mass System One, um, yeah. Look, I mean, it's it's a good port, but it's it's not something I really go to. I've, um, if, if you are going to play it, you have to play the NTC version. You have to play it running sixty hertz because the PAL version it's it's just so slow and yuck. Mm. But yeah, um, I want to talk about the three D version as well, but uh, I want to get your opinions on this first on the mm. 
do you have opinions, Ginny Tagster? Um, it's, it's the big selling point of the Sega Master System was um, the fact it had all of these conversions mm-hmm. on it of the of Sega games that you played in the arcade, and people forget the Master System wasn't properly marketed for the first couple of years, certainly in the UK. Mm-hmm. You'd see it advertised in the back of CMVG. Um, with these list of games, and you get little snapshots of what these games look like, and you thought, oh, this is like actually how well, it was marketed as an arcade kind of mm. thing in your home, all the Sega titles, which is why I find it baffling they let Nintendo have a have the license for it, because it's like, well, or a Nintendo publisher have a license for it, because it's like, well, if you're doing this, you're putting all, you know, you're trying to give an exclusive thing to your console. Mm. Um, you, you didn't get Mario it, on, the, on the Master System, did you? Yeah, exactly, yeah. and uh, you can't see it happening the other way around. Mm-hmm. It's it today. And I, yeah, I've got power version, so it's turgid. You wouldn't really pick it. It looks basic. If you'd had that, you bought that through the ad back pages adverts and CMVG in 1987, 1988. You would have been very happy with it, as you would have been with their port of OutRun, their other ports at the time. Today, it just seems a basic approximation of the game, like Spectrum, Commodore, and Amstar versions. Is it better than those versions? Yes. Can you play it for longer? Mm. Probably yes. Would you play it today? You'd be bonkers, frankly. There's much better games to be playing on the <laughs> mm-hmm. Master System. I agree, totally. Um, and, you know, you can speed it up with NTSC and, you know, altering your Master System to do that or having an NTSC Master System. But it doesn't take away from the fact it's a... It, it did a job at the time, and that job was to entice people to buy a master system mm. with fully, full color, fully filled out graphics on an affordable console. Um, without, that's without what loading. his job was. Mm. Yeah. So, mm. you know, it did his job back then. Would you play it today? No. I, my copy sits on my shelf, and that's it. There's far better master system games to play that still stand up. Mm. Cool, Sean. Yeah, I uh, I have played it, but uh, only br- only briefly. Um, I didn't play it for for this podcast actually, but um, yeah, it's yeah, it's like um, it's a take on it, isn't it? You look at Outrun as well. Um, they're kind of smaller, cutesier graphics almost. Mm. Um, it, yeah, there was a, I think. Oh, I did. I did have a bit of a look at it, and um, the, the problems with the sprites. I can't. I don't like the fact that you can see the blo- the, the, the square block. around. Yeah, them. the block. The block. Yeah. The block. Yeah, just is, uh, it's a bit of a turn off, really. It's. I think it would have annoyed me even back in the day. <laughs> yeah. To be fair. Um, yeah, it just looks a bit, a bit dodgy. But I mean, that's the limitations. Um, Back then, and probably the best they could they could do with the time they had, all the all the hardware at that time. But um, mm. but yeah, it's um, it's had its day, hasn't it? I think really. Like Chinny says, you wouldn't go and play it really. I'm interested to see what you think about the um, the 3D glasses version because that's something I've never really um, had a go at. Well, you know what? I shouldn't even be talking about it because it's actually a different game. Ah, right. Okay. Yeah, it, and it is, and it's funny, like. I never really noticed because <laughs> I, <laughs> I remember popping it in when um when I first got it, 
and yeah. putting it straight on the shelf <laughs> after that. <laughs> and that was a good, mm. wow, that's over five, six years ago. So I popped it yeah. back in and, um, yeah, it's it's good. Uh, look, it's probably better. But it, again, it's got that blockiness again. And But it, it mm. is a different game. It is a different game. It's 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 more like spacey. If that makes sense, it's actually <laughs> more robotic and that kind of thing. Mm. And if you watch the the videos on YouTube of the game, you'll yeah. see what I mean. It's the different colours and it's it's a different game. It is pretty much is a different game, right? And it it, it plays well, and uh, but it's it's just really hard to play for too long because your eyes do go a bit funny after a while. So um, it is old tech. So three D mm. does work great, but. Yeah, you do get sore eyes playing it. I couldn't play it for too long. But right. it, it is a different game, so it's it's, it's, it's not actually really not comparison to an nah, arcade. it's not. Yeah, it's yeah. really not. I thought it was going to be, but it's mm. actually a different game. Different stages, mm. etc. It's like it's like you could say it's Space Harrier 2 for the Mars system, but it's different again. So mm. Mm. Did, did you give that a go, Chinny, or cuz it's different no, game I've didn't not, try not it. One yeah. I, I've never come across it. Um, I've, I've a lot of Master System games, but I've never actually come across with an opportunity to yeah. buy it at the kind of reasonable prices I like to pay. Yeah, it's, it's gone <laughs> stupid. I've got, look, I've got all yeah. the 3D titles for the Master System, and um, I got them when they were like dirt cheap. The one, the one that cost me the most was uh, Outrun 3D, which was was yeah. I paid a little bit too much, I think, for what it was, but I had to get it. Yeah. It was my, it was the last one I needed, so. Uh, that yeah. goes for like hundred and seventy dollars or something crazy. Does it now? So on eBay, yeah, it's crazy. Oh, but, um, far out. Mm, yeah, I suppose it's just mm. for these people who want to, you know, collect them for the for the sets and things like yeah, that. Who are going to yeah. pay that kind of money now? But um, yeah, yeah, it's not one I've ever tried actually. Mm. Well, we, we are. We're getting a bit tight on time at the moment. I reckon. Um, look, I've got one more to talk about. I don't yeah. know if you guys have any more. I've got one more as well. Okay. Chinny? Or you just want to go along with that? Um, depends if we're talking about the um, Sega Ages conversion, or I'm, I'm going to leave that to you for the Saturn, because I think we need to talk about that. Um, okay. I didn't actually play it, that, so that would be... Yeah, it's a pretty the... good um, conversion. I, I covered it for the channel a while back. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fast. It's smooth. Um, I thought yeah actually this is the first opportunity anyone would have had to have a proper near arcade perfect version in their home and of course you've got the other stuff on the disc as well the only yeah. question is by that time you could play it on MAME anyway so why are you buying it but hey ho mm-hmm. mm. <laughs> I actually picked that up on the Jap, Jap import so I got Power Drift, Outrun, Galaxy Force, Space Area um, and think something else as well, but um, yeah, I picked uh, Afterburner as well. But uh, yeah, I picked them all up on because I had the chap Saturn. But uh, yeah, yeah, I was re- I was really impressed with it, uh, Chinny, when it came out. But I suppose, like you say, you could have had Mame, but um, back mm. then, but, uh, it's one of those things, and it sometimes you buy things because the covers look great as well, and you want to complete your <laughs> yeah, yeah, pick, pick up the games that you really love, I suppose, but um. But yeah, what about the 32X version then? Does anybody know much difference between the 32X and the Saturn? Because I, they are very similar. I don't know, because I've never played the Saturn version. I think the 32X yeah. version is probably my favourite home port. I think it's I think it's 
perfect. Personally, I saw someone um, did say it's not perfect on our Facebook page due to mm. the sound, but man, I can't tell. Yeah. I really can't tell yeah, the difference. Yeah. I really, I think it's spot on, man. It blows me away. Yeah. Chinny, what oh. about you? You played that version, the 32X? Um, okay, Mega sorry. CD and the 32X of uh, rabbit yeah. holes I don't particularly want to go down. <laughs> a, well, you didn't buy a, one of those? <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. Um, it's, yeah, that's a, that's a whole world of expense, pain and hurt. Um, I'm quite happy with Mega Drive cartridges and I don't touch the satin enough really. So mm. no, I've, yeah. I made a decision there. Yeah, well, okay. Guess what? I, I own this the satin version. I didn't even know. <laughs> I've got the Sega Ages Volume One. I didn't even know I had it. Wow! I didn't know Space Harrier was on there. Wow! What an idiot! Yeah, that, that's on, that's on there with that run and, and uh, uh, Afterburner, Afterburner too. Yeah. 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 Wow! What an idiot! There you go. <laughs> there you go. I own that original as well. I didn't even know. <laughs> That was like when I did Paperboy. Uh, I didn't really realise I had it on um, the Mega Drive. Yeah, you got that. <laughs> what an idiot. Jeez. <laughs> oh, oh, but 32X, I love it. Uh, to me, that's, mm. that's that's the crown jewel for me for home ports. I should try the yeah. satin version now, but um, yeah. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell any difference. I, I've played both. I, I, I owned the Jap satin version, so mm-hmm. it was full screen, no, no borders or anything. Mm-hmm. Um. And I've played the 32X on emulation. I, I personally couldn't tell any different. I think maybe yeah. the sound is, is a... Yeah, some people have mentioned the sound's a bit off, mm-hmm. but um, it seems to be in all in all versions, it, it's, I think it's going to struggle to to top the arcade. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, great. Ver- I think they're great versions. The, does anyone know that the Sega Ages one on the PlayStation 2, the Space Harrier collection, does that have Space Harriers on it? No, Planet no. Harriers. No. Planet Harriers, sorry, yeah. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Ah, what's the point of which, that then? Which, which sucks a bit, really, yeah. That's stupid. Wouldn't mind tr- trying that one out a bit more. Yeah, I'm going to have to see if there's... I'm pretty sure there's emulation. Yeah, you can play it on... Yeah. Um, you can play it on the uh, on an emulator. But okay. I think last time I tried it, it was really slow. Okay. Just chugged along. But, uh, got a bit excited, but then, yeah, uh, <laughs> got disappointed by it. It's... Uh, all right, I've got one more version okay, on, a Nintendo, on a Nintendo system mm-hmm. to go through. So, okay, this is the probably the most, apart from the Yakuza series that has had Space Area in it, it's probably the most recent single release for the game. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, 3DS um, Sega reprint archives. Mm-hmm. So Space Harrier came out on that uh, as a download. It also then became available uh, in Japan on a, in a box set as well. And I think it's, it's, it's a beautiful version of the game. So first time you, you, you download it and open it up, um, you've got a lovely rotating uh, 3D model of the deluxe cab sitting there. Um, you push start button and it boots it up within a few seconds and you've got loads of options i mean this option this game was only seven dollars so well, seven dollars yeah. five five quid okay to download it and um, the options in it you've got four difficulty levels you can change your lives from one to five pretty a bit pointless i suppose but um 
Um, arcade cabinet sounds. So you can actually, they when they um, developed this game, they actually got the deluxe cab from the Sega warehouse off the pallet, dropped it on the floor, got professional sound recorders out there to record the sounds of the cabinet. Um, and they actually captured all of the hydraulic, not hydraulics, it wasn't hydraulic, all the motor movements on the cabinet. They, they collected all those noises, all those extra noises, and that became an option in the game. You could actually have that on or off. And the reason, there's a good reason why that's there is because you can actually, in the options also, have moving cabinet as well. So mm-hmm. um, you can have the bezel around the screen and then actually have the cabinet. So when you're playing the game, as you move left, the actual screen rotates as well with the bezel of the cabinet. So it gives you that feel and the noise of the cabinet moving. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do time uh, time trial kind of thing where every stage, um, it records your high score for every level. So you can go back and try to beat those uh, scores on the level, each individual level. And... Um, you can also change your rapid fire to rapid fire, things like that. Change the screen size, uh, have bigger bezel, less bezel, things like that. Um, game music, sound effects, volume, you can adjust and play around with all that and all the different hertz and frequencies and do music tests. Obviously, you can choose 3D or, or turn 3D mode off. Um the control centralized as well, so when you don't touch it, it goes back like the arcade arcade does. It's got the same number of sprites as the arcade, so it's very, very, very much close. You know, it's as close as it can be. Plus, mm. a multitude of options on there to tinker with and play around with. And um, the 3D effect on it, I thought, was amazing. So just for that little machine that you don't need a you know a 3D glasses for, the depth of field that it, it creates mm-hmm. is is excellent. So when you're playing the arcade uh, without it, um, you know it's very difficult sometimes to see what's coming up uh, in the later levels, and uh, this extra depth just gives you a little bit more visibility of um, of what's coming towards you. So it's an excellent version. If you haven't got it. I would love you to try it because it's one of my, it's probably my favorite version of Space Area that's, that's out there. Oh, wow. Um, it's, it's brilliant. It's really good. And the fact that you can put it in your pocket and, and put it on a, on holiday or whenever you want to. Can you play it in it. your pocket? Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you've got a big pocket, man. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Magic pockets. Very big yeah. pocket. Very big pocket. Yeah, um, the the annoying thing that I've got is that I've got the Australian or European version, and when they bought it out on the Japanese compilation a little bit later, mm-hmm. um, they tweaked it a bit further and added more depth of field into it and stuff like that. Oh, okay. so, so there's a few other little tweaks they did to it, which uh, which I've never seen, but but it's a it's a brilliant version. It's so cheap. Um, if you want to play a great version of it with an analog, you know, with your analog pad uh, on the on the machine, you should go and get it. In fact, get all of the Sega Ages games that are on it, or reprint games that have come out. It's just brilliant. It's just uh, it's just a shame it's on a Nintendo machine. <laughs> yeah, but, um, I don't think it matters anymore. I think it's more. <laughs> 
the um, problem yeah. of back in the day, why are you doing this today? It's a Sega mm-hmm. that's got to make many money any yeah. way they can. Well, they can, doing they it. can yeah. It's baffling yeah. that you'd let that you'd mm-hmm. let your, one of your prize assets go out when yeah. you're a competing system. But um, yeah. PC true, Engine, right? I, didn't, I didn't get a chance to mention PC Engine, um, cause you, which I don't. I think that is probably the best you could have expected back in the day. Um, you know, that's again, it's slightly baffling why Sega would let it out, but then again, they didn't really have yeah. a competing console with that. Um, yeah. You know, it's a slightly higher end, more expensive thing, and you might go, well, we let them have that. But um, mm. yeah, that, that version's not too bad. I remember playing it on my DS, uh, the slightly dodgy emulation. And I always did wonder if that slowdown was the um, and the funny sound was the DS. But now I learn, you know, the PC Engine version was actually like that. So, yeah. but yeah, probably yeah. the best you could have expected. Um, it's it's weird because it's a game like Afterburn, like Outrun. These are games that only really come into their own once we've got properly powerful hardware to play it, mm-hmm. uh, and that yeah. was the Saturn. Um, and we've got one version we do need to mention. Um, and there's, there's so many other versions where there's all sorts of obscure mm. Japanese versions running on machines that really shouldn't be running it in any <laughs> sense of the word. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but it's just blocks, mm. basically. <laughs> yeah, some NEC machine, yeah, that's X, it. X1 or something. Yeah, yeah and you think, yeah. why, why? <laughs> but um, there is, of course, um, a version for... Oh, what's I going to... The Atari 8-bit? The Atari 8-bit, that was it. Yeah. Which is a not an official version, but and it needs 128K, so I've not been able to play it on real hardware. Same for me. Because I've only got 64K. And yeah, okay, it cheats it, because it, you know, it's using loads of memory and stuff like that. Um, but it's actually a very impressive technical feat, um, and people do need to check that out. And you probably are going to have emulation unless you've got a 128K machine to do that but um yeah it's it's incredibly impressive the guy was coding it for ages um and do check that one out i did not mm. know about that yeah i i remember i heard about it um i know there's a certain flash cart that will let you play it on your on a normal xcgs for example but um yeah, yeah. i can't remember i can't remember which cart it is though certainly mm. not the one i've got but um you can still play that on emulation i say you're not going to play for too long but it's a more impressive technical feat than anything to check that one out it's got to be better than the c64 version now huh (laughs) um well yeah but they're using so much (laughs) they've got so much memory on the cartridge yeah it's basically you know if memory is cheap then you can just spool this stuff (laughs) yeah off the cart no problem as opposed to having loaded in from cassette yeah it's true not not directly comparable. You can't really say, oh, it's better than the outside Spectrum Commodore version. Yeah, if they were spawning straight from directly from ROM, yeah, yeah. directly into the machine, let's see what they can do. Yeah. So, um, impressive, though. Mm. Good. Oh, that's cool. So, let's see if I can have a look at that. Uh, before we finish off, Tag, do you have um, mm. the quiz or anything like that? All right, I'll go through a few little tidbits. Okay. A few in- interesting bits about space. There's so many things about this game. So um, uh, we've already mentioned that the Mark III Master System had the Harrier ship, didn't we? That was mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, one that one version that we didn't review was the X68000. 
Oh, I want to check that one out because the music was actually um, done by Yuzo Koshiro. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, wow. Uh, oh, yeah, of, uh, obviously uh, Super Shinobi, Re- Revenge of Shinobi mm-hmm. uh, and Bare Knuckle, yeah. Streets of Rage fame. So it uh, be interesting to, to um, hear that version, I think. Um, it also, of um, Space Harrier characters and theme also appeared in Darius Burst. Oh. On the P- on the PS4, so as a download, Sega had a big download a downloadable content for the PS4 for Darius Burst. You could do Opa Opa, Fantasy Zone stuff, uh, Galaxy Force Two, and Space Harrier. So you could have the character in there, and the theme music of Space Harrier was playing in it. Um, it got runner up. In the 1986 Golden Joystick Awards, joint runner-up with Iridium. Oh, wow. Back in the day. Um, Platinum Games, Hideo um, Kamiya, I think it is. He's a very angry person. I don't know if any of you follow him on Twitter. Don't don't retweet and things to him if you don't like it. Um, (laughs) He he made Bayonetta and games like that. he actually, this was the this was the game that got him interested in becoming uh, getting into the video game industry. So uh, it was the game that blew him away and um, made him want to be um, a programmer. Uh, during a recent interview with uh, uh, who was it? Uh, I'm trying to think of his name now. Um, Yozuke Okunari. He's the guy who did all the 3DS um, conversions. Mm-hmm. He's currently bringing out on the Switch a load of uh, Sega Ages games. Mm-hmm. During that Japanese interview, I translated it all, and the guy who works with him on this, or the team who works with him, have also made a Space Harrier VR game on the PS4. So, as part of their um, you know development and whatever, they created that. They've tried it out. They loved it. Uh, said it was a little bit too scary. <laughs> uh, don't know if it'll ever come out, but they've, it's sitting there in the office, um, and they've played around with it. So you never know. Uh, there's an Easter egg. So um, if you hit on the arcade machine um, before, I think it's before the title comes up. You press the shop button, uh, shop button three six times, start button eight times, and shop three again. It comes up on the screen. Programmed by Yusuzuki, 1985, November. Mm. So Outrun does a similar thing as well. You can get it to do that. So you used to put that in there as at least Easter eggs as well. Um, yeah, so there's just a few, um, a few little bits, uh, a few little extras. That I've dug up as uh, as I've been preparing for the podcast. Shall we do the um, review quiz? Okay, we'll do that quickly. Right. Yeah, yeah. Let's head off. Okay, we'll explain right. explain to Chini how this works. Chini, um, so basically, Chini, what we do here is we alternately between you and Daz, um, we try to guess the percentage of the game review. Uh, of the conversion space harrier across various formats back uh, back in the eighties. So I'll give you the magazine. I'll give you the uh, format. You've got to try and get the percentage right that it's scored. All right. Okay. So a bit of competition oh, yeah. between you and uh, 
you and Daz to try this out. Right? Yeah, whoever gets closest gets the point. Guess, guess the point. Yeah. All right. Okay. So here we go. So we'll let Chinny go first, as it's um, as is the guest today. Mm-hmm. So this one is based on the Amiga. Mm-hmm. CMVG reviewed it. Okay, and they give it a score on the Amiga. Uh, Chinny, what do you think? What score did the Amiga version get on? What's on, that add off? What's the add-off? Uh, it's at all, these, are all out, yeah. these are all out of 100. Yeah, I've made okay. it easy. All out of 100. Sim, Simvigil was 100. Um, they loved the Amiga. They loved anything on the Amiga. They're just dribbling anything flash and fancy. <laughs> they would just give it a fancy score. Um, imbeciles, basically. CMVG just <laughs> dreadful. Um, they probably gave it in, uh, I'd say, 80, 86%. Eighty-six percent. Okay. All right, Daz. What do you think, mate? Mm. I'll go seventy. Seventy. Chini. Uh, CMVG gave the Amiga version eighty-two percent. Wow. So not far off at all there. Not far off at all. So one to Chini. All right. Okay, let's next. go for another one. So your Sinclair magazine for the Specky. Das, oh, thanks. Okay. March, March 1987. I've got a date <laughs> on this one. What did your Sinclair give it? Okay. Chinny said it was well received. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll go 80. 80. All right, Chinny, what do you think? It's your Sinclair, but it's not in that funny era. Uh, um, <laughs> I'm going to say... 75. Oh, close. Oh, Daz. Yeah? 90. 90. Oh, wow. 90. Yeah. Do you want to hear what it said about it? Go. Surely, surely it can't, it can't be quite so perfect. Oh, Question mark. After all, this is a conversion of a state-of-the-art game with a megabyte of memory crammed it, uh, memory into a cramped 48k well obviously the graphics lose out clever though they are at times your mono hero can get lost against a range of hills on the horizon and the rush hour surge of attackers this reduces the playability a bit and and maybe adds an element of pure chance that wasn't there in the original a pity too that the arcade games facility to drop in another coin and take over where you left off hasn't been included what? Yeah, they still gave it 90. That 90. Is ridiculous. <laughs> I got the point, though, fair enough, but jeez. <laughs> so it's all one right. all. Go for it. Okay, so Chinny, uh, this one is for. Um, this one is for the Turbo Graphics 16, okay? CMVG, Turbo Graphics, what did they give it as a score? Well, the dribbling imbeciles at CMVG <laughs> um, would go nuts over anything anything the normal people couldn't have mm-hmm. especially when it was incredibly expensive and they weren't paying for it um i would say but it would be quite old by the time they got a hold of it because they started getting all those pc engine stuff by about 89 um mm. they started reviewing stuff so i'm saying it's going to be high 80s i'm going to go for 87 percent 87. All right, okay. All right, Daz, uh, what about you? 
I'll go. I'll go. I'll go eighty. It's a chinny. You get it. Eighty-nine. Far out. Close. Two off. Two off. Wow. So yeah. it basically gets CMVG basically give eighty percent just for being on a format nobody else has <laughs> okay. <got> access to. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Right. Okay. So two one to chinny. Das. We're going to go Sega Master System. All right. Mm-hmm. CMVG again. This one. Sega Master System. What score did they give it? Oh, what did we think of it? Uh, okay, mm. that clue. Oh, oh, all right, I'll, I'll go seventy. <laughs> no, it's not. I'll, no, I'll go seventy. I'll go. I'll go 70. seventy. Yeah, seventy. Okay. All right, Ginny. What do you think? Eighty. Ginny gets it. Three one. Oh wow. So, Killing SMS me. scored it 78. He's only two in it, two out of it again. So very close. So, uh, yeah, they scored it um, 78%. All right, I've got one more. All right, that's what oh, we can I get you to 3-2. Yeah? Okay, all right. <laughs> all right. It's the first the one spe- I've lost. It's for the specky. It is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to go specky again. Okay. All right. CMVG. March 1990 for the spec. So it does... Um, 50. 50. 50. Oh, we'll go, we'll go 55. 55. 55. Yeah. Um, uh, 70, this is the re-release. Um, I think it's something like 75, something like that. 75. So what did you say, Daz? 55. 55, 75. So Chinny gets Mask it. Six, 68. Yeah, Masters, could you hear that going around in my fantasy zone? <laughs> <laughs> so Chinny gets it. 68. Wow. Got, yeah, monochrome graphics, although detailed, tend to blend into each other, making it difficult to follow the action. Apart from that, Space Area offers an enjoyable play in the short term. Yeah. So there you go. I've got my ass whipped <laughs> by Chinny. Yeah, there you go. Well, you're so, the first uh, to beat me. That's <laughs> right. That's is usually on the board with it. I think you and um, oh, I think uh, Gordon won it. You had a really close, yeah, that was one. close. one. That one, was it, close. one point in it on the decider yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's crazy. But uh, I mean, to, be, to be fair, CMVG are really easy to predict because they just. <laughs> A bunch of teenage imbeciles. I've said it again. <laughs> <laughs> Brutal. Brutal. Oh, oh, all right, we'll finish off. All what right, do you think, cool. hey? All right, yeah, I think um, I think we're pretty good, mate. Uh, anybody got anything else before we go? Or uh, no, just uh, we've done space harrier a good a good deed. I think I think yeah, pretty happy with that. Um, I'd yeah. just like to say a big thank you to all our listeners and uh, for yeah. tuning in, and a big thank you for Chinny for dropping by. Thanks, yeah. mate. That's great. Uh, do check out the channel. Obligatory plug. Just go to YouTube, type in Chini Vision. <laughs> yes. At the end of all this, I'm going to say the one thing you need to do is basically the summary of all this last hour or so is go and play it on MAME. <laughs> <laughs> or 32 Yeah, well, you know what? You know what? Get the Game Boy. My, my go and get the Game Boy um, 3DS version, sorry. 
That no. is the version of play. Forget name, get that version. Tell oh. you, it's pretty brilliant. Oh, I'd say, I, my, my go-to version is 32X via yeah. emulation. But, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, now you have a valid point. Uh, do you have anything to say, Ginny? Any shout-outs? No, uh, thanks. Uh, yeah, yeah, just, I've just shouted out for myself. So yeah. just yeah. shout out for myself. Go to YouTube, type in Chinny Vision. That's Chinny Vision. Go to YouTube, Chinny Vision. Um, and search every Friday in UK time. Friday lunchtime, yeah. there'll be a review of some sort or other. No yeah. worries. Oh, we'll, oh. we'll be posting a link into the description anyway, too. Cheers. Yeah. 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 Uh, thanks, thanks, Chinny. It's been great, mate. It's nice to meet, uh, meet you over Skype, at least. And um, That's brilliant. Keep, keep up the great work. Yeah, I really enjoyed uh, watching a few of uh, the videos uh, a couple of nights ago. So, yeah, keep it up, and uh, I'll be I'll be uh, watching them from uh, from now on for sure. So, uh, always good. a fan, always a fan. Great stuff, Chinny. Yeah. Yeah, uh, thank you to everybody. I've had a couple of reviews, so uh, thank you for everybody yes. for the review. If you wouldn't mind, uh, go out there, listen to the podcast, give us some reviews on iTunes, which is a big help. Again, if you're on the Facebook, uh, drop us a little review on there. That's what we mm-hmm. really like to see. Uh, any kind of feedback, hopefully good, mm-hmm. uh, is always nice and very much welcome and yes. received. We always like to see that, so... Um, yeah, please, um, please take a few, just a couple of minutes to do that for yeah. us. And, and like, like I've said before, if you're going to give us a one-star review, give us a reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially if you're in Portugal. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Chini was really bad. Chini was really bad one-star. <laughs> That's oh, something. <laughs> That's at least something. we know. We yeah. At least we know not to have your back, Chini. That's all, you know. Yeah. We, didn't get, we didn't get anything. It was, boom, one-star yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't enjoy the food reviews at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah. shit. All okay. Right. And next game, okay. we don't know what our next game will be, but we'll um Welcome until to the what, until next time. Get ready. Yep. Okay, see you again. Take bye. care. Bye-bye.